Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Just remember, while you can stare into the abyss, the abyss will not stare back, does not kiss on the mouth, won't do anything weird, charges by the hour. Hey, before we get started today, just a reminder that we, the Plumbing Boys, are currently doing a four-part live stream of the Plumbing Boys Play Slash Ruin D&D with Stupid Old Studios. That's right, we've teamed up with our good friend and worst enemy, Adam Carnavale, to explore the fantasy world that is Dungeons and & Dragons and to hopefully prove once and for all that beating D&D is not even that hard, smart decisions are there for losers, and being strong and handsome can overcome any challenge Adam throws at us. Tickets and more information are available at sospresents.com. And before you interrupt me and say, Hey, Joel Dusha, I just looked at the dates, and I'm stupid and dumb and an idiot, and even though I had every intention of buying a season pass to this event, I haven't, and now I've missed it. What can I do? Well, great news, fuckwit. It's also on video on demand. You can relive our previous glories whenever you want and as much as you want. Look, your call. I mean, we've really thought of it all. So head to sospresents.com for dates, times, and ticket info, and I'll see you online. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of Zombie Plague Chult. You get behind the walled compound that you first found Orvex at, and you see, sure enough, there is a shrine on the other side. Good one, Orvex. As it nears an hour, you take your time, you're patient. Artisimber says, take your time. You take your time, you're patient. I'm pacing behind you. <laughs> it doesn't help. With a click, the door opens. As soon as that happens, there's a flash, and you realise you've set off a magical trap. Remember when d was fun, Cass? No. It isn't. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. Can I... Uh, Hubble over the flask. Yeah, I want to see how he's doing. As soon as the puzzle cube is lifted off the plinth, you can see that the surface that it is on starts to rise a little bit. But when you put the bag of ball bearings on, it goes back down. I'm assuming we're heading up the pathway to look for more temples. Yep. Orvex doesn't know exactly where any other temples are, but he imagines that there will be some along this main road. Beneath this city, deep underground, is a device known as the Soulmonger. Right, there we go. And what do you want with the Soulmonger? The next words out of your mouth better be to destroy it and see it never continue to monger souls. Pop, the Red Wizards have just told you they would also destroy the Soulmonger if possible. If possible. If possible. And say it weren't possible to destroy it, what would you do with it then? We are to take it. Hmm. Right. 
Take it. Yeah, look. You're an evil-looking fuck in a red robe who's going to march down there with your big fucking army and take an artifact called the Soulmonger. No fucking way. Why the fuck would we help you? It is, at this point, an inevitability. You will be overwhelmed. Here's, here's a plan I lay before you. <sighs> Instead of fighting us and being killed, how about if you worked with us, for a time at least? Yes, you will be aiding what you, I assume, consider to be your great enemy get closer to the soulmonger. But every step you come with us is another step closer to the soulmonger when you betray us. <laughs> I cast Earth Tremor where they are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, boy. They want to work with us, then we clearly have things that they need, that they know that we have, that they need so desperately that they're willing to work with us, and they're hoping that we feel the same, but they're the ones proposing it. We don't feel the same. We do not feel the same. Does not play well with others. (laughs) Hey, you rubbed um, off on Earth me. Earth Tremor only affects the area around you. Only around me? Yeah. I could hit them with <laughs> Chill Touch. Do you want to cast Chill Touch on him? Yes. Does it actually form a hand? Yeah. You create a ghostly ghostly spectral hand in the space of the creature within range. Can I slap him with it? Sure. <laughs> I'll say you deal sneak attack with this. He was expecting <laughs> you to be reasonable. Has he fucking <laughs> met us? He has not. He has not met Shelly and the gang. He has met you. I was gonna We've th- met him? Yeah, you've met him before. Oh whoops. I was gonna we say We killed that- every red wizard we found. Oh, except for the invisible No, we killed that one. No, you didn't. Ah. You deal him thirty four points of damage. Undead <laughs> <laughs> bitch slap. Alright, let's go to initiative, shall we? Oh, uh, why? Can I are the mercenaries there? They're, yeah, the they're mer- not they're not red wizard mercenaries, they're just mercs they've paid to help them. Well, there's no such thing as red wizard mercenaries. They're all mercs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they paying you. Pop, who are you going with? Dragon bait. Tiffany? Uh, flask of wine. Tiffany, you take seven points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Why? The, the two mercenaries charge forwards. Why? One of them tries to stab you with the spear and misses, but the other one stabs you straight through the shoulder. You feel muscles, tendons, and flesh part. Oh, my. And, Pop, it's your turn. Vaughn, punt those mercenaries. <laughs> mercenaries. Mercenaries. Um, is Dervinax still far away? He hasn't charged in. No, he hasn't. Diflam? Cool. Diflam and Percy need, Do you want to know his name or are you just pronouncing it on purpose wrong? Is it? It's Dervirax. Ducalax? That's the laxative yeah, yeah. here. Diarrex. Dyrax. Oh, it's close. Dyrax. I'm going to call him dumb names. Dyrax. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would. All right. Vaughn kneels down, clutches at the ground, and picks up a, a clump of grass. He stands up and lets the grass slowly float to the ground, <gasps> watching it carefully. <gasps> oh, Adam. Yes. Yes. Boom. One step. Boom, two steps. Boom, three. Boom, four. Boom, five. Using the knowledge of the wind that he gained from watching the grass slowly drift down, Vaughn punts one of the guards. The guard flips end over end and strikes a building. The building collapses on the guard. 
the god is dead. <laughs> Mercenary. Sorry. My turn? Yep. The uh, other merc is still standing. Do you want to reassess your options there, big fella? That's what I say to him. Dyrax shouts, You've seen what they do. Surrender and you'll die. <laughs> and I, I'm not offering a surrender. I'm offering a fuck off. The guard does not back. The mercenary does not back down. All right. Um, was my negotiating my turn, my action? Mm, no, I'll say not. You get a free sound. Great, cool. I'm going to Zephyr Strike this motherfucker to pieces. All right. You cast Zephyr Strike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your first attack deals 11 points of damage, dropping him. Do you want to kill him? Yes, can, Adam. All right. You spend the rest of your turn killing the mercenary. Both mercenaries oh. are dead. And what do you want Dragon Bait to do? Get the wizard. Dragon Bait charges down the wizard, but that's his turn. It's the wizard's turn. The wizard takes a step back from Dragon Bait, waves a hand in front of his face and says, you'll regret this, and disappears. <sighs> I didn't even get any puzzle cubes out of it. Well, we better keep moving. The Can army's I kill wounds, coming. one of the mercenaries? The one I killed? No, they're both outright dead. Damn. Damn. They're as dead as the... The fucking dodo. I um didn't think you were that sort of a negotiator. Some people you can't really negotiate with. That's true. You taught me that. Oh, right. Okay. Good, good I guess. You can see Artis Simba looks a little torn, as Adam is a little torn. What's wrong, no, Artis? Artis Simba backs down. It's not worth it. What? I was going to use my power to shoot the the um mage. Why didn't Why you? Why didn't you? Well, it feels like a waste. I can only do it once a week. He might have a puzzle box. I don't think he would have approached us if he had a puzzle box. Oh, true. He That's knows we've got more than he does. Look, Tiffany. Pretty spot on. Well, ultimately, I agree with your assessment of the situation. I feel like I would butt heads with, your man- with the manner in which you conduct it. Well, ultimately, I agree. And I think the Red Wizards are worth trusting. But, or working with. But... Um, I don't know. Your methods <clears throat> seem almost Mandaresque. Ice. Yes. Just so you know, mm-hmm. there is a big difference between being good and between being nice. One of them is right. Forgive me. I turn my back on Artis to and toward Pop, like to symbol to symbolize that I am siding with you. Good. And this accepting is... your help in bailing me out of that argument. <clears throat> All right, then. Uh, I can, I, I'm still smiling at Artis. We're, we're still, we're, we're cool. But I t- Artis Sember does not think too much of it. He's... He shouldn't. It's not that big of a deal. But <laughs> aside with Pop on this one. Uh, you press on. Yeah. That we do. Do you reckon he was, how far away do you reckon the shadow man was? I reckon anywhere's too close. We just need to stay inside, really. How much do you want to bet that old mate is part of a vastly dwindling number that have fuck all puzzle cubes? That's the only reason he came to us, right? He just wouldn't have approached us if they had enough, right? I mean, well, obviously they don't have enough because we have some. No, no, but I mean, like, if they had five, say, mm. they would have waited for Shadow Man to get here, right? Maybe come after us. He's got a good point. I mean, if you just found a place and buried them, it would take them a while to discover them. But we want to use them. Well, yes, exactly. But if you wanted to make life hard for the Red Wizards, you very easily could. It would just be making life hard for yourself as well. 
you look, I, I, I would imagine they consider you an unknown quantity. They don't know if they can or can't work with you. Ultimately, they are aware that they're not idiots. They know that you won't be able to finish the quest together, but... <laughs> they're fucking idiots. Don't you worry. I would not underestimate the Red Wizards. I'm not underestimating them. I just think they're idiots. Well, okay. I think burying them, burying them is a terrible idea because I don't plan on dying anyway. What well, does it matter if they're on my body or not? I'd rather have them near. I'm not planning on dying. Okay. I was just going to make a suggestion that it actually wouldn't be a bad idea, potentially, to bury one somewhere. It's like, in case we get caught as a... Can I put things in the big fella? In the big fella? No. <laughs> as a, like a uh, insurance policy. But if you want to keep them near... Look, ultimately, I think this is a very dangerous operation. And however you wish to conduct it, you may. And obviously, you know, we've all made it this far. Do you know, I, I was beginning to like you a little bit, but you're just starting to grate me again. I've actually not been trying to get you to like me. N- no, I, I, I know. I, just, <laughs> I look at dragon bait, just like... Dragon bait mouths, leaf. Hmm. <laughs> oh. I take my hat off and I like twist it really hard <laughs> and just kind of walk away. Twisting the hat and fucking talking and fight you, you bard. I look at Dragon Bait and cock my head like, what? What's that? What's Dragon that? Bait shakes his head with a like a knowing smile. Put huh. the hat on. And then I check on my little Camadan kittens to, so- oh, fuck, to calm me them. down. All right. What's the middle one? Uh, what are they? Pop, Pop, and Pep. Pop has been misbehaving. You are having a hard time keeping a figurative and literal lead on Pop. But Pop and Pep are good. Uh, Pip, it was Pip. Pep yep. pops me. <laughs> <laughs> Pip, Pep, and Pop. Pip and Pep are good, but Pop is bad. Yeah, Pop has been misbehaving. That's all right. Pop may try to kill you in a year. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. Just like the real Pop. <laughs> True. Somewhere out there, there's a little kobold hunting you. Yeah, the real pup. He wouldn't wait a year. (laughs) He knows to strike while the iron's hot. Constantly. Because he knows I'll get him if I find him first. (laughs) Um, Cool. I'm I'm soothed. All right. Press. Let's go. It kills me that I can't be friends with those cats on principle. (laughs) As you continue onwards, you spot what is definitely another shrine. Head first in. Don't think twice. Cracked monoliths flank the entrance to this ruin. Saw-edged ferns grow in the courtyard between broken flagstones. A pair of stone doors provide entry to a large, flat-roofed ruin. As you approach, Tiffany, you see an almirage, which is the little bunny with the the unicorn horn. Yeah. When it sees you, the second it sees you and can detect the presence of you and your party approaching, you see it sprint for a burrow. Of all the animals you have had to deal with around the shrines, the Almirage is the one you are least worried about. It's just, it literally is like a rabbit. Tiffany, as you approach, sculptural reliefs decorate the doors of this shrine. The carvings show a horned rabbit charging a small, feral-looking bear with sharp claws. A cuneiform message is etched above the doors, which Orbex reads, Ijin teaches us to take the path least expected. Okay, that's good advice. Let's head in. A ten-foot-wide hallway strikes off into the gloom. Carved tiles depicting various beasts decorate the hallway floor. This is a trap floor. Oh, 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 my friend, you have no idea. 
There are 32 tiles covering a 20-foot-long, 10-foot-wide stretch of the hallway. Each tile is a 5-foot square, and the tiles are arranged in eight rows of four. The beasts depicted on the tiles are almirage, dragonflies, eagles, giraffes, monkeys, tigers, warthogs, and zebras. All of the animals are normal, except for the rabbit unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stand on the Almirage, I guess, because the Almirage is expected. Because it's the Almirage's tomb. Do all of these animals exist in D&D? Yeah, they're all real animals. Are any of them unexpected? (laughs) Not in child. That's what I I mean. Are any of them not native child? No, they're all native child animals. Orvex, are you able to determine which of these animals is an odd one out for this story? He shakes his head. I don't think any of them are odd ones out. They're all common animals. Which one of them are reckless? Um, well, the Almirage, I guess, maybe. Of which there are several. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't think the Yeah, I don't I don't think we're trying to look for a reckless animal here. What's the least reckless animal? No, I, I don't think recklessness of the animal comes into play. They all they're all animals. Um, I think they're all, yeah, none of them are predators. Surely the eagle? Oh, sorry. The The eagle eagle and the jaguar. Or the tiger, whatever it is. Yeah. The dragonfly. Dragonflies predators? Yeah, they eat other bugs. Oh, I I didn't know that. I I suppose eagles and the dragonflies, yes. And And the the tigers. And the monkey. Oh yeah. I don't know if I call them, well, kind of, I guess. It's an omnivore, isn't it? Does any of it look worn anywhere? No, it all looks kind of equally worn. Is there anything around that could help with this? Like just looking around? Yeah, can we climb the walls instead? That's an unexpected path. Well, unfortunately, the pressure to climbing is all used up, but uh, the tobacco. Blast can could. Climb. Blast could climb. Blast could climb. Let's put him in mortal danger again. Would you like to? Can we see anything on the walls that looks like spikes had come out or something if we stepped on the wrong tile? <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. You peer closer at the walls and what your passive perception couldn't initially pick up. You can detect there are definitely holes in the wall running on both walls all along where the tiles are. You are very certain that if you fuck up, you will be riddled with darts. <laughs> I'm going to pick up my hammer mm-hmm. and just underarm, like, drop it on the giraffe tile immediately in front of us. Nothing happens. It could be that the hammer's just not heavy enough. I put my crowbar on the hammer thing as well. You pile a bunch of things on until it slowly shifts down the <clears throat> giraffe. Yep. Nothing happens. Right. We take the stuff off. Jirio. I step on the giraffe. It clicks down into place and nothing happens. Um, try, try the warthog. I pass everything back to Pop to pile on. The warthog immediately in front of me? Yep. I put everything on the warthog immediately in front of me. Nothing happens. Pick everything up and I step well, on. You, you get a backpack. Just fill a backpack with some stuff yeah. and you use that. Okay. I step onto the warthog. Nothing happens. I put the backpack down in front of the dragonfly. Nothing happens. I step onto the dragonfly. You're good. I step onto the warthog. So you're on the warthog and he's on the dragonfly. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you guys will probably need to remember what tiles you were on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't step on the warthog in front of me. Mm-hmm. I step on the monkey. All right. 
nothing happens. Right. I think I've got it. I think we just can't. How good are you at jumping off things quickly? (laughs) Why? I want to (coughs) test something. Not that good. Okay, then you get off the warthog. Put a backpack on the warthog. Just, just, just do it. Okay, I throw you, the you weigh down the warthog. Yeah, yeah. I put my backpack on the warthog. Wait, I step back onto the dragonfly, and now I the pop. hallway fills with darts. Fuck! Oh, uh, you. Ah, uh, you can't go backwards. I don't think you can step on anything someone else has already stepped on. You have to take the path least travelled. I thought it was like you can't be on the same symbol, so I was going to put the bag on the warthog and see if both warthogs triggered the trap. You take three points of piercing damage. For every dart? No, you take three points of piercing damage. All right. As several darts perforate you, and then you take 17 points of poison damage, 20 damage total. So my experiment was a failure, but I think we've learnt the trick. I pick up my backpack and just walk forward. Don't stand on the warthog Onto again. what? Don't stand on the warthog again. Okay, I go, I just go all the way up the left side. All right, so you step onto the Al Mirage, yep. and as soon as that happens, you feel energy flood into you. Uh-huh. You gain 11 temporary hit points. Oh. I can't step back on that monkey, can I, Adam? You don't know. Sorry. I went backwards and it hurt me. Tiffany steps on the Almirage. Do you do anything, Pop? I step from the dragonfly onto eagle to my left. Eagle to your left? All right, nothing happens. I step onto the giraffe. You step onto the giraffe. Nothing happens. I now step onto the Almirage in front of me. All right, you feel a wave of energy flooding into you. You get 12 temporary hit points. All right. We can't be on this. You can't be on an animal you've been on before, and you can't be on the same animal. You could just walk up the entire left hand side, but we just have to time it so that we are never on the same animal twice at the same time. Perfect. Where are you right now? Giraffe. Right. I'm on El Mirage. I'm going to walk up to Warthog. I'm going to step on the zebra. And Tiffany? I'm going to walk onto Dragonfly. All right. And then from zebra, I'm going to step on uh, El Mirage. You feel positive energy flooding you, and you hear and feel darts flooding the corridor. Because I've stepped on an Elmerage already. You've already stepped on an Elmerage. Fuck! You recover, you gain... Hit points and then immediately lose them. 15 temporary hit points, but they don't stack with your current ones. So you have just total 15 temporary hit points. <sighs> Tiffany, you are also in the line of fire. Ugh. Sorry. I. Where are you? Dragonfly. Dragonfly. Pop, you take one point of piercing damage. Tiffany, you take one point of... Oh, no, sorry. You take four points of piercing damage. Both of you take 22 points of poison damage. Jesus. (sighs) I step onto monkey. Nothing happens. I step to my left. Onto tiger? Onto tiger. You've been on a tiger before? No, I've not been on a tiger before. Nothing happens. I step onto zebra. What do you do? Oh, you're next to each other now. You're next to each other and you're 10 feet from the end. You keep going, Horns. Horns gets out of trouble. You just keep going straight. <sighs> I take a deep breath. Tiffany, do you just keep going straight? I need to hear the yes. No, because you're on a tiger. Yeah. When I step onto giraffe. <sighs> I'll still get hit. Mm. 
Can I jump over? No, 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 you can go to giraffe. I'll stay where Anna, you've been on giraffe already. Yeah. She's, yeah, yeah, she's been on Actually, giraffe. do we know that standing on the same one at the same time does anything? You don't know that. Don't know well, that. then I'll step onto Tiger then. Nothing happens. And no, then it's, I, it's, I'll just leave then. Yeah. Right, you leave. Tiffany's out. <sighs> Ten feet from the end. There's not much you can do except maybe try to jump if you want. I. Have I been on an eagle? I don't think I've been on an eagle yet. I. I just, oh, no, I have. I'm just so certain you have. I have. I've been, you, you've danced a merry jig across these I've, tiles. I've been on every animal. I just, <laughs> quickest route. All right, you want to make a jump? Yeah, I jump for the end. All right. Um, uh, I'm sorry, but you land on the one right in front of you. Yeah. And they go off. Yeah, and then I angrily step onto the next one. I want to call out to everyone back at the other side. Walk up the left. It's the only way you, you won't can get go hurt without repeating. Yep. Unless you zigzag like me, like a big fool. I'm so angry at myself. We weren't as stupid this time. No, no. You take, in total, 51 points of damage. Pop. And is everyone else able to just walk up the left-hand side? Everyone just walks up the left-hand side. (laughs) That hurt more than the darts. (laughs) There is no hassle if you just walk along the left-hand side. I walk so you could run. (laughs) I level three kill wounds myself. That's fair. Now you're in the corridor beyond. You've got a path going to your left and a path going to your right. Well, why do you want to go horns? Left. You start left. heading left. Oh, Vaughn's outside too. You wind down a... I specified, I, I don't kill the rabbits. Oh, they're cute. You go down a slightly winding passage and you find yourself at a left and right turn again. Left. The left-hand path ends... Well, it, ha- it finishes with a dead end. Tiffany, you're first. Would you... Do you walk right up to the dead end? What do you mean do I walk? I don't touch the wall. I turn left. I mean, <laughs> I know you turn left. So you follow that you to the You turn the corner and you can see it's a dead end. Do you go to the dead end to explore? Oh, no. No? So no. if you encounter a dead end, all right. So you go Just back. turn around. You go back the other way instead. Oh, that's right. We don't know what it looks like. You go right instead at the last intersection mm-hmm. and you come to another T intersection, left or right? Left. Left. All right, another T intersection, left or right? Left. You immediately turn around and you can see a dead end. You don't check the dead end or anything? No, we just turn around and go the other way. All right. Time's of the essence. Going right instead leads you to a door. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately. What do we do? It's a door. Can we open the door, Adam? You open the door, it's not locked. Okay. What's in the room? A shaft of natural light spills from a tiny square hole in the ceiling Onto a carved stone pedestal, an ornate stone cube rests upon its surface. I take it. Nothing happens. Okay. Not bad. We got five. You discover you are missing a puzzle cube. What? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Are you fucking joking? The the wizard stole it. Yep. The last time I saw it was before we saw him. The invisible fucking piece of shit. Oh. Right. Let's get out of here and find the next one. We'll go back from the way we came. You want me to take some? He stole one from you. He could do it again. Fine. I chuck two over. You exit the shrine without any issue. 
just going back the way you came. You yeah. have enough people that you've actually made kind of almost a line of people <laughs> to the exit. So you just, like a snake, you turn back <laughs> on yourselves and, and exit. There's no hassle. Is Great. It, you continue down the highway, if yeah. you want. Yep. You've nearly gone the breadth of Omu at this point. The sun is starting to hang low in the sky. Well, what you can see of the sun through the clouds as the rain pours down heavily upon you. Through the rain, though, you see an overturned wagon lies on the street ahead. Rotting flower petals litter the ground around it and bees nest in its broken wheels. A freshly cut garland of jungle flowers hangs from the wagon's tongue. The wagon's tongue? It's where the horses would attach. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, the other end. Sorry, where, the, where it opens up and you load it. Okay. Right. That's fresh. It looks like some sort of offering, or it looks obviously like a shrine of some sort. I reckon there might be a temple near here. Well, I think we should maybe avoid the Oh, no, cart. this looks way more recent. The petals are rotting. Someone left them here maybe days ago. Oh, yeah, but, like, maybe there's a temple nearby. Oh, we see like what you're saying. Because they're offering them to the temple. Maybe. These other temples do not seem to be recently worshipped, but maybe. You might be right. It might be a trap. It just might be a trap. Is there really anything in there that we could use? It's just an overturned wagon that you can see has obvious signs of recent habitation with the shrine about it. means there's more people than our friends in yellow and our friends in red and our friends in snake. (laughs) Our friends in snake. Well, I'd say in any case, this is a sign that we really need to pick up the pace. All right. So you're going to leave the wagon (laughs) be? Yes. Okay. Why? Was there a trap in there that we didn't set off? No. Do you want to just keep heading straight north? Look at the wagon now. I'm at the back, right? Yeah. Oh. I look at dragon bait and then I look at the flowers. Dragon bait's walking slightly ahead of you, mate. He's not looking back. Not unless you say or do oh, anything. Do I? Take a flower. You take a flower? Yeah. Okay. Nothing happens. I look in it as I go past, like suss it out, and then take a bunch of flowers from it. Oh, now you it's smell a bunch. Through the rain, through the wet rain, you can smell honey and you can hear the bees about here buzzing pleasantly. Maybe one of the bees lands on you and you can tell that the bees are not hostile in any way. They do not see you as a threat and they're happy to just chill about with you. Look, are these are they, you, are they getting further and further away? Yeah. You could see an off an obvious place just before where the tongue of the wagon is. You could see an obvious place just before where offerings are meant to be made. I I have a golden circlet, Adam. Mm-hmm. I put that where the offering's supposed to go, with the bunch of flowers that I just took out. A beat hangs heavy in the air, and both of you notice that the rain lets up a little bit. It gets a little bit lighter, and you hear, you only you pop, hear something shifting underneath the wagon. You look down, and you see that the wagon is sitting atop a giant stone tablet sits underneath the wagon. It's about three meters in diameter. It shifts slightly and lifts just a hair's breadth up. Maybe more than a hair's breadth up, but no, no, more, than, no more than a man's finger up. And out from under it, a Chewinga appears. Hello. The Chewinga wanders over to where you've left it the offering, and it picks up the circlet. It puts the circlet on, 
as if it were wearing it like a belt. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, my God. I've never been more upset in my <clears throat> life. The smell of honey is powerful now. It's a sweet, pleasant smell. Eventually, the rain completely stops and the sun comes out. The Chewinga wanders back into the wagon and for a moment you think it's about to leave. But then it comes back. My God, are you about to get a present from a Chewinga and not tell anyone about it? It comes back with a small, like a like a brooch. The brooch is emblazoned. It's stamped with a feather upon it. You can feel a magical hum about it. Hmm. The Chewinga presents it for you. Uh, thank you. I take it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not emblazoned <clears throat> with a, a feather. I determine here what it's emblazoned with. It has a fan, a fan on it. If you are on a boat or ship, you can use an action to toss the token up to 10 feet into the air. The token disappears and a giant flapping fan takes its place. The fan floats and creates a wind strong enough to fill the sails of one ship, increasing its speed by five miles per hour for eight hours. You can dismiss the fan as an action. Is it a one-use only? No. When you dismiss it, you get the item back. Cool. I, uh, I pocket it. Mm-hmm. And uh, does the trigger do anything? Is it just... It stands there looking at you curiously. It has a, a mask that is shaped like, a, like the head of a bee. Right, you're the bees. It nods. Have you, have you seen anyone else like us? Shakes his head. Uh, bald, red. Nods. I take out one of the puzzle. I do this. I'm like, these. Have you seen more of these? It nods. Where? It looks to the east and points kind of in a north northeasterly direction. All right. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, what about, um, snakes? It nods. Over that way too? It nods. It points, you can clearly see the, the circular walled area. That we nearly walked into earlier. Oh gosh. He points to that. Uh, I guess, so it's, uh, all right, so more of them northeast. Um, have you seen, um, yellow banner, yellow flags? He nods and points south back the way you came. Right, we've seen that before. Uh, thank uh, you. And then also points towards the circle, circular walled area. Right. Yeah, they're in there. Okay. Uh, thank you. I give it my tinderbox. It looks very excited. It takes the <laughs> tinderbox. It laboriously unflips and opens the tinderbox and takes out a match. It's at about this point that the party notices the party notices the pop is crouched by the wagon. What the devil is he doing? Pop. Pop, what are you doing? Uh I'm getting help. Uh, what? There's a um one of those little uh chewingers. He's under the wagon. I I am running over. You approach as the chewinger brandishes the match over its head in triumph. I gave it a crown. It gave me a, this brooch and it knows where the other puzzle cubes are. And now a word from our sponsors. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, D&D is for nerds is great, but if you wish we had a little more time to go on our weird tangents between roles, then good news. Our podcast Shut Up A Second is literally all weird tangents. Go to sanspantsradio.com, search Shut Up A Second, and let us lead you from the world of linear thought into a deep pit of chaos. We'll see you there. When the Chewinga lights the match, the bees all around be- become startled and they fly away, but then slowly begin drifting back. Did you just give the Chewingas fire? I gave it a gift. It helped us find the puzzle cubes. No, no, that's... I was doing a good thing. I know. I just... Thank you. When you approach the Chewinga points at your head, Tiffany. I'm sorry. It doesn't respond. It points at your head again. I'm so sorry. I was born like this. Do you wear anything on your head? Flask of wine says, get closer. Duck in. I sort of... I do that... I don't know if you guys know this, but like when someone asks to see your face and you just are really embarrassed about how you look, so you sort of wince when you lean into like, someone. Oh yeah. You're like, oh. The chewinga gently brushes your hair. Thank you. What do you do? Does it want my hair? You think so? I I take some hair out. You cut off a lock of hair and give it to the chewinga. Yeah, that's a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> what were you? I was gonna. Gonna pluck out like three strands, but I suppose oh, either or is fine. If you give the chewing any hair, it holds it clutches the hair tight as if it were as if you'd given it a baby. Okay. Such a beautiful interaction. It walks back to where it came from and puts the hair among many treasures that it has been offered <laughs> over the years. And walks back to you. Um Thank you. 
this is this is the first time someone's ever been happy about something to do with my appearance. This is a big moment for Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany, oh my god! So you you could say I am. Um, I've, I've been helpful. <laughs> uh, you'll kill me. I'll die. You can't do shit like that. You say that, and I quickly snap my head to look at you, and I have welled up. Oh, um, I'm s- sorry. That's fine. Why are you sad? I'm not. I look at Dragonbait. Dragonbait nods somberly. Did I do, like, I'm so broken. <laughs> Dragonbait Dragon nods approvingly. Do right. the Chewingers want more hair? I cut them off a proper lock. The Chewinger cherishes any hair that you offer it. Yeah, I give it, like, a good chunk. I'm not using it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe, before you start hacking away at your hair, December puts a hand on your shoulder. Could you possibly lead us to the to the uh, shrines? The chewing and nods. You can have as much hair as you want, okay? I just have this image of it now nestled in your hair, on your head, wrapped around your horns. Oh my god, Adam! Does it want to go up? The chewinger will let you. Will climb up onto you if you offer. I, I tilt my head and say, "You can, you can sit in my hair if you'd like." Do the bees follow it? Yeah, the bees follow it, and so does the scent of honey. Oh. Tiffany, if it is on your head, it starts smoothing out your hair. You already know that chewing has become like fascinated with some feature of civilization. You think this chewing is fascinated with the idea of combed or treated or like braided hair, and you do have locks of braided hair. The chewing is fascinated with what you've done with your hair, and. If you don't stop it, it keeps picking at it until your head is a mess. Oh, I let it. That's allowed. I can do it later. The chewinger, wherever it moves, you smell honey and the bees follow it. They're harmless, but they kind of give it away. Are they fluffy? Yeah, they're bumblebees. <laughs> yes. Uh, the chewinger leads you until you arrive at another shrine. It's quite nearby. It's kind of basically across the street. Carvings of monkeys hanging by their tails decorate two cracked obelisks that stand before a shrine enclosed by broken walls. Past the obelisks is a courtyard filled with horsetails and arum lilies. Five archways open into a darkness at the base of the ruin. Mounted above the central arch is a stone plaque bearing a cuneiform inscription. This place is a mess. You see several dead mercenaries and broken traps all over the place. Fuck. There was some... Very interesting uh, puzzle involving masks, but that it has been broken. <laughs> they have demolished this place. I don't even have respect for the fucking craft. The puzzle cube is gone. Okay, well. Is the chewinger still with us? Yeah, the chewinger's still with you. Uh, tell it to take us to the next one. The chewinger, you notice very specifically, the chewinger will not go into the shrine. Yeah, no. It can yeah. lead you to, but it will not go in. Thank you for leading us here. Is there somewhere else you can take us? Another shrine? The chewinger nods. Okay, I put him back in my hair. As the chewinger leads you to the next place, you pass a derelict market hall, stands on the street corner ahead. Frayed cloth awnings hang in tatters above a broad alley lined with stalls. Ooh. <laughs> Could be full of treasures. I look at you eyeing them and say, on the way back. I mean, just saying, the last time I investigated something, 
The Chewinga holds you up here, gestures to the market bazaar, and then grabs at either side of his face and drags at his mask. His mask moves as if it was made out of Play-Doh, and he rearranges the mask to make it look like the face of a kobold. Oh. Pop! <laughs> he snaps his finger and it returns to the to a bee shape. I guess there are kobolds in there? He nods. Thank you. Good kobolds. He shrugs. Good he points it. He is adorned with many different flowers <clears throat> and such that you can tell he got from people offering to his wagon. He gestures at them and points at the bazaar. Cobbles gave you the flowers. He nods. What are they? Uh, all they looking for? The cobbles. He shrugs. A lot of cobbles. He shrugs. More than us. He nods. Right. Well, maybe the cobbles won't think that we're friends, even if we were to be friends with them. Maybe it would be best to go to where more puzzle cubes are. Only Cobalt Ivan was a piece of shit. It look. Uh, I give I, you a look. Like, <clears throat> do not say that in front of the Chewinger. I don't know how extensive the Cobalts here are, but I, I don't know if I want to have an enemy at my back. Ardisimber says. I don't know if this is something we need to deal with, but I think it is something that we need to be aware of. This fucking guy. Well, we're aware of it. I don't think anything needs to happen right now. We just need to get to the puzzle cubes. Those are our main priority. All right. Look, fair enough. Hey, Chewinger, you ever seen the cobbles with one of these? He shakes his head. Right. Good to know. Imagine living in a ruin and never once going after the cubes. Just easy to imagine. What? W- how? You're in. How? You just leave it there. Pop, we're so much more powerful than they are. We can withstand a lot more hits, I guess. But imagine like not even looking for them. They seem happy. It blows my mind. I don't know how. I didn't <laughs> want to look for them. No, but now you have, and isn't everything's better because of it? I I glance really quickly over to the many holes in Flask of Wine. I patch them up. I stare into the middle distance and walk away <laughs> in the direction that the Chewinger is leading us to the next puzzle cube because that's all that matters right now. I look at Dragon Bait. <laughs> Dragon Break gives you a disapproving shake. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, that was a good thing. I patched him up. Dragon Bait, you smell a bunch of smells. <laughs> <laughs> you get the impression that Dragon Bait is trying to tell you that just because no one died doesn't mean it was a victory. I mean, I fought in wars and generally. No one dying is a win. Are you coming? Yes. The sun starts to get really, it's basically nearly nighttime. Do you want to rest right before the shrine? You can see which building the Chewinger is pointing at. Would you like to rest or head there tonight? How far away is it? It's quite close. You'd get there in a couple of hours, but it would be properly night when you were doing it. It might be worth it to do it, though. Your call horns. I don't think we have the time to waste. We can sleep after. After, oh, uh, in that in that couple of hours it takes to get there, you hit the water proper and you're waiting. It's hard going. You're an hour from the shrine and Artis Simber is the first person to spot it. Artis Simber turns back to the other end of the city at the, the high platform and the, the stairs that slowly descend down into Omu. And you hear up the front, Tiffany, uh, maybe Artis Simber was 
like idly humming a song to him. Maybe that annoyed you as well, but <laughs> I, I don't know if you'd find that annoying right now. I like now. that artist is annoying both of us now. I'm, would you have found that annoying? I would have found it annoying if he seemed happy. At, also, mm. no, it's getting dark. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's annoying. Okay, would well, you say anything about that? No. All right. Artist Simbra stops his humming and you hear him say, that does not look good. You turn back and at the beginning of those stairs coming down, you see torches, lights, many, many lights. I reckon that bull fuck wasn't kidding, eh? That's probably Shadow Mantle. It appears Shadow Mantle and her host have arrived. Do you reckon we have time to solve this before they get here? How far away do they look? They're on the other side of Omu. It takes it'll also, take them the better part of a day to get they there. They don't know where the fucking shrines are either. They're just like us going blind. We've got their expert, haven't we? Orvex. Orvex nods slowly. You are the expert. I I understand Olman, old Olman. Yeah, that makes you more of an expert. Take the compliment, Orvex. Sorry. Don't apologize. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. I don't know what I'm fucking doing here. <sighs> well, let's be quick. Simber says, I, I think Tiffany's right. We, we'd best be quick. Head first into the shrine. Flask of Wine is the last to keep moving. And he says, I knew it. Not enough trees. Bad luck. Bad omen. <laughs> not good. Not good. Oh, man. I'm so glad. I mean, I'm sad that it nearly cost him his life, but I'm glad he still has his ball of soft. <laughs> you reach another shrine. Crocodiles wallow in this muddy lake bed from which rises a walled ruin. Two columns flank the entrance, carved with images of a long-legged bird with a needle-like beak. At the building's front, slimy steps ascend to an entry arch. Can we avoid the crocodiles or will they attack us? I would say they're not doing anything right now, but Pop, you know enough about animals. You're a ranger. You know a bit about them. You know enough to know that if you approach, they will probably become hostile. If for no other reason <clears throat> than... We're there. Yeah, you might be threatening. Might be worth avoiding those crocs. Yeah. There's gaps all on the walls. Phenomenal you could try answer. stealthing your way in. We- it wouldn't be impossible. No, we could we could try like circumnavigating and coming from another entry in those cracked walls, yeah? Yeah. I reckon I reckon we go with Pop's idea and we circumnavigate. We really need to avoid those crocodiles. So who's leading that circumnavigation? You're at the front. It's me and Pop. All right, Tiffany. You spot just in the nick of time, at the back of the shrine is a crocodile nest. And in the nest is, a, is the mama crocodile. She is huge. Giant, some might say. We immediately start going backwards as quietly as possible. The other fully grown adult crocodiles are clearly her babies. <sighs> I try and sort of tap and then point to show everyone. The group is aware. We go Vaughn is hard to hide, so you're pretty sure the crocodiles are aware of your presence. We could just try to go in so we're not near the mum. You could leave Vaughn here and try to stealth your way in. Could we go around the, like, the side? You could try. Yeah, that's what you're ca- currently trying to do. Vaughn, you wait here. If she tries to kill us. If you're even circling around, you're still going to need to make stealth checks. Who... Is going, who is not going, maybe. Who's I'm good going at stealth? Go. You, me, and 
Last Flask. Time. We'll get Artis, Orvex, and oh no, we need Orvex. You do, but he's not going to be great at stealthing. You don't know. Don't think. Can we hoist him above our head? Yeah. Can I carry him? Yeah, that's not really how stealth works, though. No. Unfortunately, there's no easy way to get Orvex past the crocodiles. Otherwise, you would do that. <laughs> um, let's just, just try and stealth it. So, you two, flask of wine. Who else? Orvex. Orvex, that's it? Dragon Bait and Artis are waiting with them. Um... Okie dokie. Pop, you first. Okay. Well, it didn't really matter what Orvex did because you are definitely spotted. I'm good at stealth. Yeah, but you rolled a four, buddy. A plus five doesn't mean nothing if you're rolling a four. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess you're right. The crocodiles hiss and snap at you as you approach. Easy. You're right. You can make an animal handling check if you want. Oh, my God. Yeah, Adam. If you fail this, they're going to attack. Yeah, that's cool. Let's go. The crocodiles don't attack. You calm? <clears throat> Keep them calm? Can I? Adam, you know what I do. Yeah. Uh, the uh, What's his name? Um, Crocodile Dundee. I do the fucking... <laughs> Okay. Well, he uses that on a pig. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I use it on a croc. All right, it works. We're basically the same animal, but you're a bit sharper. Slowly, while you're keeping them calm, Tiffany, you move past. Flask of wine moves past, and Orvex moves past. You get to the steps. Pop, you're at the end. You're slowly trying to keep the crocodiles calm and back up to where your friends are. Written above the entrance to the shrine are words in Old Olman, which Orvex quickly mutters as you pass. Papazotl teaches us to bow before no one. Bow before no one. Don't duck. Moss clings to the stonework throughout this hall. The mosaic floor depicts a tall bird using its long pointy beak to pin a monstrous frog-like creature with tentacles sprouting from its shoulders. Set into the far wall is the set of heavy stone doors. You can tell that the mosaic shows the trickster god Papazotl, the Eblis, fighting his enemy, Kubazan, the Froghemoth. Uh, the inscriptions of in Old Omen around the mosaic describe the that part that of the story. story. Yep. Um, is there anything here? Do those doors look like they can open? They don't look... There does not look to be a lock on them, but they're big and heavy. Bound to no one. What if we, uh, what if we bow? Give it a go. I bow to the doors. Nothing happens. Okay, then I feel like a fucking idiot. What about if we all bow? We all bow to the doors. <laughs> Nothing happens. Mm. Does Pop at least feel a bit better now that we all did it? No. Who did well, you bring fun? Let's try opening the door then. All right, who's opening the doors? I will try pushing one of the doors open. You try pushing? Unless it's a pull. <laughs> <laughs> You, Don't look like an idiot in front of them gods. The second you you try pushing, <clears throat> you can tell immediately that the doors are very heavy. It's going to take more than more than just you. I'm going to need some help. All right. All of us, let's push okay. a door. All together, you manage to shift the doors open to the room beyond. An empty pedestal stands in the middle of this chamber. Six statues face it from alcoves on the walls. They depict bare-chested humans with the heads of different animals. Left to right, the heads resemble those of a lizard, a jaguar, a lobster, a toucan, a bat, and a frog. Bow to no one. Uh, I go and inspect the lobster statue. It 
It's a, lob- a statue of a man's body with a lobster head. You deduce nothing interesting about this statue. So the the cube's just there. No, there's no cube. There's the plinth that the cube would typically rest on. You've seen this before. Sometimes the cube comes out of the plinth. Uh, but it doesn't look like anyone's been here. No, this one's... Cool. This one is definitely... You would know if the Red Wizards were here. Because they are shit at traps. They are brute force wankers. Okay, so let's have a look at the statues. Does it look like any of them have moving parts? Mm, You inspect the statues, but you see no obvious moving parts to any of them. Bow. It says to bow to no one. Make them bow. Can we start pulling things? Can we we try to make the statues bow to us? No, you try to shift them, but that doesn't happen. Oh, um, sorry, I should also say, Tiffany, if you inspect the plinth in any way, you can see that there's words written on it. And Not in Old Almond, they're written in common. What do they say? Here you go. <laughs> it's a riddle. <laughs> a simple riddle couldn't be too much for our heroes, can it? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chult. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not of not, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.